0: Welcome to What's That About? This week, it's a what's he about Elon Musk. Now, Luke, let's just address the elephant in the room. How good are Musk sticks? <laughs> Bloody delicious. Jeez. I used to love them. That is a tenuous link at best, Donovan. Uh, they're a top five lolly, I would say. No. Let's get chocolate out. I'm not including chocolate. I'm talking about a lolly in and of itself. Must stick right up there. Now, nah. two, the two big negatives on a Musk stick. Number one, that very light powder on the coating... Delicious. No, it's messy. Um, it's fresh. Two, some of the edges can be a little bit sharp on a delicate mouth. Yeah. An old mustache is... Yeah. It's a weapon. I think they confiscate them in jails because you can turn them into a shiv. <laughs> you don't turn a mustic into a shiv. <laughs> so, get them out of your top five. Top 50, maybe. And, Don, if you were to create a Venn diagram with Elon in one circle and us in the other, mm. how, how great would the overlap be, do you think? Um... So I'm just googling Venn diagram Hang on a second uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just joking I know what it is um, Yeah look I think it's obvious There's no crossover whatsoever Both humans I think that's literally The only thing we have In common uh, with Elon I, Musk There are arguments That he's not a human I've uh, seen a few reports That he may be a robot Or an alien Which Yeah Would not be surprised yeah. okay, On that note On with the show Right, Don, welcome back to another episode. This is our, I think it's our third What's He About? We did Donald Trump. Bit of a wanker. <laughs> we did Kim Jong-un. Bit of a wanker. And I think this is our third, Elon Musk, is that right? This would be our third, yeah. And I think on the wanker scale, oh, I think he's still a wanker, <laughs> but less one. Less of a wanker, less often than he's... Donald Trump. And He's definitely the best of these three, but it's a very low bar that's been set. Yeah, I think so. Before we get into Elon and what's he about, what's been happening this week, Don? Uh, not a lot. I uh, got shamed for not cutting my fingernails often enough. Uh, have you ever-, <laughs> ever commented on your fingernails before? My wife does it all the time. Ah, uh, there's no comeback either. I always, like, I mean to do it, and then I find myself on the way to work without scissors. I'm like, ugh. You're stuck um, with it and for I the day. I just spend the entire day hiding my fingernails. Yeah. And then when you've accidentally, you know, kind of brushed past... You know, often I'll brush my hand past and scratch my wife, and she'll be like, You gotta cut your nails. And then my response is, No, I don't, they're fine. But clearly they're not because I've just scratched her. So you've got nowhere to go. Yeah. But to be fair, my burrowing has never been easier. <laughs> I've really been really. I'm cracking straight in. It's well, just I was fantastic. Wondering, wondering why you had so many truffles and yams around the table. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> What's a yam? I didn't know what a yam is. I'm, I'm hoping they're underground, but I'm, a truffle certainly is. <laughs> Truffles are underground. <laughs> a yam, I really don't know, and I'm probably going to embarrass myself if I say anything else. <laughs> so don't cut those nails. Luke, how, how have you been? Uh, nothing as good as that. Um, the I had this thing where, you know, sometimes I'll read a book to the kids and they'll ask a question about it. So I read Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Yeah. And the one of the kids was like, oh, Why why were the porridges different temperatures? You know, the hot, the cold and the and the medium. Yeah. And then I was just like, Ah, oh, they uh, and I just paused for him and I've gone, hang on a minute. Porridge would have been made at the same time. They've been put into three bowls of differing sizes. They've been put mm. on the table. Why were they such different temperatures? I actually need. To, I'm not sure. Yeah, I've off, I've lost sleep thinking about this problem. <laughs> I reckon one explanation is that the heat will obviously lo- get lost from the small bowl first. That's, that's that's another one. The bigger question: Who the hell makes a bowl of porridge and then goes out for the day? <laughs> I'm going to make this porridge and then leave it sitting there while it's at its peak, and I'm kind of come back to this congealed mess and have a slice of porridge <laughs> later. A slice that's- of <laughs> porridge. <laughs> It's thick. It must have been absolutely piping hot for them to say, "We've got time for a walk before this cools down." But did they go for a walk? Is that where they went? Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why they're out of the house when Goldilocks came in. But what doesn't make sense, and I really have been thinking a lot about this, is if it was as simple as the more porridge, the you know, the longer it takes to cool down. Why was the dad's bowl, like, piping hot, the mum's bowl, which was the next biggest, was freezing cold, and the baby's was just right? That makes no logical sense. That's the yeah, smallest bowl. Goldilocks ball. tastes up her ass, for one. <laughs> um, it actually kind of reminds me of, remember the time when I used to do stand-up? I came up with that Humpty Dumpty joke, which was exact almost exactly the same as... A Humpty Dumpty joke that Ricky Gervais did. The uh all the king's horses, all the king's men yeah. yes, couldn't yes, put humpty yes. together again. Yep. What are horses? How are they helping? They haven't got opposable thumbs, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of that. And then I remember trying to mine nursery rhymes or like stories for any other joke. And the only one I came up with was the Seashell Seashells by the Seashore. Why would you try and sell seashells next to a place where they can be found in abundance and for completely free? And so I came up with that. <laughs> There's like, literally oh, no, no worse place to sell a seashell. There's literally... You <laughs> couldn't pick a worse place to sell seashells. <laughs> it's terrible business. And Googled it. It's already been done. Already been done. Damn it. Ah, that also reminds me of the joke you came up with, which I was dining out on for years. Which is that I'm feeling lonely lately, so I've shaved one of my legs so that when I'm in bed, it feels like I'm in a relationship. Great Also been done. This is the thing. There's a lot of gotcha moments. Like, No, in my head, that was an original joke. I didn't know someone else had done it. Yeah. All righty. Should we get on with the episode? Let's do it. Elon Musk. Don, what is he about? Elon Musk, or Elon Reeve Musk, interesting middle name, he's an entrepreneur and business magnate, founder, CEO, and chief engineer at SpaceX. Early stage investor, CEO and product architect of Tesla Founder of a company called The Boring Company Which is a great name for a company They dig tunnels And co-founder of Neuralink and OpenAI He's a centre billionaire he's, I think he's the second richest person in the world Second to Jeff Bezos Bezos yes. he's, The Amazon guy he's, he's, His net worth seems to bounce around a little bit Like I, I think at the moment it's about $176 billion is his net worth yeah, but a little while ago it was like two hundred and something billion. Um, it definitely is a ridiculous amount of money he's got. It's ridiculous, yeah. It's almost like you when you had your. I think you put three hundred dollars of cryptocurrency, and one day it was up to five hundred. Next it was down to to three. You you know what the what it's like when you're when you're a high roller. I'll tell you what, I got sucked into crypto <laughs> big time, <laughs> and I put a bunch of money in. More than that, and it was like double. I think it was like well on its way to triple. And then it went back down. <laughs> to uh, About what I put in. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't know much about Elon Musk before researching this. He's always one of those guys from like, oh, I should I hear his name a lot, but I don't really know much about him. In my head he's seems like he's a big brain, big thinker, likes innovation, seems like he's thinking thousands of years into the future, but he's actually got the ability to make stuff happen. Like, some of the details we'll go into of his accomplishments are phenomenal in a short period of time. So, yeah, I was really impressed with him from what I read um, for this. Yeah, you look at him on paper and it's kind of ridiculous. Like, he's, he's obviously got that business sensibility. He's happy to take risks and had to early on. Um, put a, Took a lot of risk and even founding a company, I'm not going to... F- Found a company? I was gonna say find a company. I don't, can't <laughs> I'm even not do that. Find a company. Like I just don't have that. I could have the best idea in the world. I'm not going to do anything about it. But you've got to have this certain gene, this business gene, where you're happy to take a risk and have a crack. Yeah. Just filling out a quarterly bass. I'm like, oh bloody hell! Like this is a uh, this is a lot of complex paperwork. I don't know how you I don't found even know it. What a bass is. I don't. I actually I'm, don't think I'm they I'm picturing exist anymore. A fish, to be honest. Like your quarterly <laughs> bass. He has one fish each quarter, it's a bass. <laughs> um, so, he is, in terms of, if we just start with some basic facts. So, he was born in 1971 in South Africa. So, he's, what is he, 50 years old now. Yeah. He's been married three times, and he's been- Let's di- get into that later. He's because, been divorced three uh, times. Yeah, and he married the same person twice. That's very interesting. Yeah. He's got seven, he's had seven kids. He's had triplets, he's had twins- He's had a, a child who passed away from um SIDS and he's got this new kid who has the strangest name you've ever um come across. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Have a crack. I've oh, got no idea. It's just to me it reads like it's a whole bunch of X's and A's and I's merged together. Like how do you say that? It's like yeah, there's like an A and an X merged together or something. Like it's yeah. not even a letter of the human alphabet. The human alphabet, the English alphabet. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. But, but the weirdest thing is they, they vary it. So, when they released the name, a month later, they changed the final bit, which is like an X-12. They changed it to X with two I's, like the Roman numerals. That, that was like a, an official name change. It's like a little, a little tweak on how the 12 was expressed. Yeah, because I don't think they were allowed to use characters in a name as per American law. Ah, right. They had to change it legally. To make it right, legit. But how did he get his money, Luke? Um. So the the he, he actually made, I think he sold uh, his very first bit of business was when he was twelve. He sold a bit of computer software for five hundred dollars. Twelve. And he taught himself to code. Yeah. And made a game and got paid five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. Well, what were you doing at twelve, Luke? Man, <laughs> just scratching my ass and bumping into things. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's what I was doing when I was twelve. What were you doing? Yeah, I think I was I was just watching you scratch your ass and bump into things So I don't think I was doing anything other than that And I was quite content doing that as well So <laughs> Apparently when he was nine, he read the entire Encyclopedia Britannica that's, Oh really? That's like, that could be a myth, but that's kind of what's reported His family says that's what he was doing when he was nine Yeah, what right What were you reading when you were nine? <laughs> I don't think I was reading I, I think I was just looking at you, doing your thing <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was doing anything else. Um, but then he basically, yeah, he moved to Canada at age seventeen, got a bachelor degree. Let's just skim over this business and bit because I reckon it's the least interesting bit about this guy. Yeah, like I think founded the- a company with his brother called Zip2. I don't know what it did. Sold it for three hundred and seven million, which he pocketed twenty two million. Yeah, but can you imagine starting something with your brother and then realizing? That one of you was just naturally better and funnier than the other. That would be that would be an awkward <laughs> feeling. That was, that- <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, not bad. Um, and we- then he co founded greedy wasn't happy, co founded something else, sold it for one point five billion. Basically he bought what turned into so he founded what turned into PayPal. Yeah. Then eBay bought it for $1.5 billion, oh. which Musk received $100 million. It, And then he he founded SpaceX. Now, this is the funny thing about Elon Musk. He's the CEO of Tesla, which is the electric car, essentially the best electric car company. Yeah. He's often gone around in interviews saying he founded it. He didn't f- find it. <laughs> he didn't founded it. He just joined it. Like it was two other guys did it. Yeah. So it's weird that he's actually claiming that he founded it. He's, because I read that he was, he became a major funder and then took over the leadership of it. Yeah. Um, and he has since had to step down for that due to a few controversies we'll probably touch on later. Yeah. But yeah, but I don't want to skim over SpaceX though. Like SpaceX is this enormous idea that he's, he's, he's launching rockets into space and He's reduced the cost of space travel by 90%. So, it used to cost a billion dollars to put a a rocket in space. And now, it costs 60 million. And he's getting, you know, a $1.6 billion grant from NASA. Because his rockets are able to be relaunched. You don't just kind of fire it off once and then you have to build another one. So, he has absolutely revolutionized space travel and he wants to get us on Mars by 2030, living there, so we're like a multi-planetary species within our lifetime. How incredible is that? He'll probably do it as well. He does get because stuff done. A, he does get he gets stuff, stuff done. done. He's also a pretty strange dude. There you reckon? Really strange. Yeah. That was the watching the because again I hadn't I didn't know much about him. Watching some interviews and listening to him, he definitely has an unusual vibe about him. Like he's a deep thinker. He's, he's very robotic. It is almost like he's... He does um, have Asperger's, though. Apparently, just recently, he came out and said... I think it was... He hosted Saturday Night Live recently, and he said he had Asperger's. Oh, really? He kind of during disclosed that, yeah. that during that? He did, okay, yeah. that, that That's not surprising at all. It's it's kind of... He, yeah, social and emotionally, he does have that that kind of stiltedness about him. Yeah. But um, he also has this... Have you seen how many times he's referenced in interviews... There's like a little bit of a sadness under him Where he's like You wouldn't want my life People want to be me But you don't want to be me I don't live an easy life I don't live a happy life Like he's He doesn't seem like He doesn't seem like he's the happiest guy Even though he's He's really rich He doesn't seem like he's loving life Yeah, That's a bit sad Mm. It's really He gets very excited about his ideas And his businesses Yeah But I get the sense He's not a super emotionally content person Yeah And that's often the case With those super rich guys I don't know if that's true or if it's just what us poor people say, but... It's make, to make us feel better about <laughs> our $3 of cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's down to $1.50. Uh, <laughs> since <laughs> the start of the show. don't talk about it. <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, apparently also, he basically, I mean, his parents got divorced. He chose to live with his dad. And then they were now estranged and he came out and said, his dad is a terrible human being. Almost every evil thing you could possibly think of, he has done. Oh. Jeez. That's one hell of a statement. Yeah, I read that, and he's described his childhood as as very unhappy, and he think he was bullied a lot, and yeah, yeah he was, was bullied, and, and apparently he was hospitalised for being thrown down a flight of stairs, which is oh jeez, crazy. Bullying is uh, it's. Not, <laughs> it's ugh, chuck, I'm not sure if you're chuckling or or disparaging no, I'm bullying. Chuckling. There, I am not you're pro bullying. This is what a, what a scoop. No, I'm pro bulls. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's terrible. Okay, <laughs> I'm pro bulls. That's terrible Stupid <laughs> um, No, no, definitely not Definitely not pro-bullying I'm going to put that out right there As a Just a, a quick point about his uh, space rockets Did you read uh, what he puts on every one of his space rockets? No he, You know I'm going to love this He puts a little message for aliens Does he? <laughs> yeah Does he really? Does he does say what the message is? It varies. It varies. He puts different things on there so that if the rocket once it's out in, you know, outer space, uh, it can contact us back. So one of the messages was from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which I think the the message was don't panic. And mm. I've I've never actually read that book. Everyone tells me I need to read it, but I've never read it. It's a classic. Yeah. Have you read it? Yep. Good? Uh pretty good. <laughs> that's a, that's, an, that's an underwhelming review. That's an underwhelming yeah, review. I wouldn't would I recommend it? Ah, I read it like twenty years ago was pretty good yeah i don't know it's okay <laughs> it gets worse by the minute. i feel like i feel like i'm one of the guys from the muppets you know those old men <laughs> this is the best it's great could be better not bad it's the worst ah it sucks <laughs> just, <laughs> we need just to burn this book. twisted we need to <laughs> yeah. your review of uh, that book was like your cryptocurrency just dropping by the minute just it did <laughs> yeah yeah it's now in the negative. <laughs> I also read that he, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man, he kind of modeled the character on Elon Musk. Um, is is how that portrayal came about? So he's kind of yeah. He's the template for Iron Man. Yeah, and I think he has a cameo in it too. I read. Yeah, right. I read. You know what? What do you? What's your vibe on the Marvel movies? Are you into them? A couple of things. I I don't know, I'm probably in the minority here. Marvel movies can't stand them. Me either. Fast and the Furious, hate them even more. I actually tried to watch the first Fast and the Furious. It's too fast and too furious. I just wanted a nice, quiet watch. <laughs> <He watched laughs> too, like, <laughs> Fast and Furious, fine. I'd be happy to watch that. But too fast, too furious? No thanks. It's too fast, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. I, I, I furiously yeah. agree. But we are in the minority because those Marvel movies are just... There's like a billion of them and people love them. Yeah. And I I just, to be fair, I haven't watched, I haven't watched them all because I hate them, but I've watched maybe like four or five and eh, it's just not for me. It's just dumb. Just dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I watched, when I watched them and occasionally I've got a friend who'll drag me along to an action movie or one of those big blockbusters because he's into that stuff and I drag him along to uh, good movies. Driving Miss Daisy. (laughs) Driving Miss Daisy. And at the end yes, I'm always... Daisy Thank you. I think I might sit in the front seat today. Yeah. I do declare. That moment where she decides to sit in the front seat. Oh and then up there. Morgan Freeman does the little micro expression of what? And yeah. then <laughs> like pleased but surprised and ultimately wholesome. It's very, good. very quickly returns to deference. Great. Great acting. Yeah. Great movie. I think we have the m- movie taste of old <laughs> men. Because, you know what? I've I've always loved. I was talking about movies. We were talking about Marvel movies at work. And one of my colleagues, he goes, oh, you probably like Dances with Wolves. It's actually one of my favorite movies. <laughs> so, like randomly. And so, it's really good, right? Shut up. And, and so, anyway, so I said to my girlfriend, I'm like, all right, we're going to watch this. And she's like, no, 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 no. And so, I got it. Didn't realise I got the director's cut. It's four and a half hours. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, it was a journey. I loved it. Anyway. Um, you are aware you're talking to a man that has a uh, an original 1995 poster of Mr. Holland's opus on my wall. That's, 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 that's who you're talking to. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>, that's true. <laughs> back to Elon. Yeah, back to Elon. Sorry, sidetracked. Um Let's, so that's basically him He's a rich dude He's got his finger in a lot of pies And most of them Hasn't always been smooth sailing But generally It's pretty He's on the front foot With a with a bunch of stuff Yeah The thing that like In terms of Again as a new person to him It's both the grandness of the vision But it's his ability to execute In time frames that are phenomenal Like yeah. he's just He's a freak He's an absolute freak. But let's not, you know, he's, he must be really good at assembling teams as well because he's not there doing the code that does the rocket stuff. He's just got a very good team behind him as well that's able to achieve his vision, I guess. Yeah, of course, of course. I like um, Steve Jobs. Everyone says he's his Apple genius, but he was just like a marketer, really. he uh, I don't think he could even code. Yeah, just great with vision. Great with vision. Great the- with vision and great with skivvies he nailed a skippy. <laughs> I, I I watched a video of it was Elon Musk someone asking him what how do you decide who to recruit for your companies yeah and he just rattled on about you know he looks for exceptional ability and incredible problem solving abilities and I was just listening to him rattle off all these things and I'm like well I'm never I'm never working for Elon that's the uh, no. that's the long and the short of that <laughs> Let's <laughs> let's put that dream down the down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's crack into the controversies. Cause oh yes, I find them interesting. So he's had two main controversies that I'm aware of. One of them, which is fascinating, is the Tham Luang cave rescue. If you guys remember that. Yep. Tham Tam T H A M in Thai. I'm going say Tam. I'm going with Tam. Go Thoughts? with. It. I uh, I I concur. Tam Luang cave rescue where there's... Kids went into a cave, like a soccer team. Then I think it rained a bunch and they got cut off. They couldn't get out because you know, the exit of the cave was underwater. And was this big operation to get these guys out before they ran out of oxygen. Crazy. Big, big story. Big international story. Massive. What, two or three years ago? Yep. Anyway, so um, Elon decides he wants to help. Good for him. So him and the SpaceX team came up with this apparatus because the big issue was getting the kids out of the cave. And so they didn't know how to do it without them panicking. And what they ultimately did was they drugged the kids, popped them in like scuba gear. Like I think they gave them ketamine and a bunch of other kind of... Is that how they got them out? Yeah, drugs. And then basically got them out of there. They had a very limited time to get them out once they had given the, the medication. So that's what they had to do to get Jeez, them out. I didn't know that was how they solved that problem. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, wow. But then Elon comes up. He decided he sort of repurpose some fuel thing to contain oxygen and so they could reckon he reckons they could put the kids in this sort of capsule it's like a mini submarine like a mini submarine and then yep. the divers would essentially get it through and um, one of the di- one of the divers who's been in Thailand for 40 years and running a diving school basically said you know it's just a publicity stunt by Elon Musk he can basically tell them where to go yep and then Elon Musk on Twitter called him a pedophile with <laughs> mean, no and I think he's completely he called him "pedo guy" just because he lives in Thailand. That's uh, that's quite the overreaction. Yeah, the that's it. So that's, yeah, <laughs> what was it? Did you? I I uh, I remember that playing out that kind of that thing. I remember thinking, oh, he's clearly got thin skin and can't handle a bit of criticism. Mm. Maybe there aren't many people in his companies saying no or, or pushing back because that's a fair reaction. But then I read that it went to court and he was let off. He wasn't. Charged for defamation or anything like it was just dropped like nothing. Yeah, nothing he was let off because apparently in South Africa, his defence was that it's just a word that gets thrown around pretty liberally and just means like a creepy person or something. It doesn't actually mean pedophile. Right. The, uh, and it kind of reminds me of Saatro Bob's when he was in court. You made you say you made number plates Die but Die. That's just German for the Bart. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like that kind of thing. And he probably got off for that as well, Saatro Bob. <laughs> It's very similar. <laughs> yeah. What was the what was the other controversy you looked at? The other one was well, there's been a couple. One of them was his appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast, mm. where he smoked a joint live on air. Yeah. And that was seen as obviously pretty unprofessional. He's the CEO of a major company, and I think the stock dropped, and there was calls for him to step down and all mm. this kind of stuff. And then there was another one where he said that he was—he had private investors ready to take over Tesla and make it a private company um, and to buy them out or something. And that affected the stock price, which it wasn't actually true. Or it was he announced it earlier than he was supposed to. And then he was called for insider trading or something. Yeah. He's had a few of those kind of issues on Twitter when he says things he probably shouldn't have and it influences stock prices. And then, like, apparently they've now made it, like, I think he did have to step down as the chair or the CEO of Tesla, whatever he was. Yeah, and now anytime he tweets about one of his the companies he owns, it has to get reviewed by a lawyer, which is, that, reasonable that that should be our social media policy. I reckon. Yeah, you, I some so some of well. the stuff that you fire off, <laughs> <laughs> you once you promised we were going to be doing regular updates. That was that was absolutely uh, factually incorrect. Yeah, look, don't judge me. That's fine. <laughs> I'm a nice person. That's all that matters. You're too busy uh, monitoring the crypto markets. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> monitoring my losses. <laughs> Another interesting fact, he makes music. Did you, did you listen to some of his songs? No. I didn't. Did you read about this? So, he has come out. He's made two songs. One is like a dance music track called Don't Doubt Your Vibe. You're U-R. Thank oh, you very much. Don't That's Doubt it. Your Vibe. Yeah. How, how is it? Uh, yeah, look, it's not my cup of tea anyway. Apparently, the reviews of people that are into electronic dance music, EDM, no big deal, um, <laughs> yes. say it's a fair representation of the genre. A fair one? <laughs> Can you imagine if you created something, put it out into the world, and the feedback was, that's a fair representation of the genre. <laughs> yeah. And then he did another song, which was like a, I think it was meant to be social commentary on, remember Harambi, The gorilla that got shot <laughs> yes. because that kid came in. for yeah. Harambi. He wrote a song called RIP Harambe about, I think it was meant to be a witty take. Anyway, let's have a listen to some of it. So let's put on. Put on the EDM. Ah, put on the EDM. All right. This is Don't Doubt Your Vibe, You Are Vibe, Elon Musk. good beat (laughs) what do you think had a nice uh uh, that was him doing the vocals there too lovely lovely it was a fair representation of the genre yeah (laughs) (laughs) now for those of you that don't know we just record this over zoom Luke is pretending to have heard the music that I put on there, but he actually has no idea what it sounds like. And it is great seeing him. What is something non-committal I can say? I'll just link back to something we said before the song. That's uh, that's perfect. Uh, that's good. So that's about it for Elon Musk. I kind of feel like you're probably more confused about him than anything else. It was a bit of a scatterbrain um, attempt at explaining what he's all about, but essentially. Better than Donald Trump. Good summary. Good summary. And I might yeah, I might send him a tweet about uh, the whole different porridge cooling temperatures and different size bowls thing. We'll get him onto that as his next project. Uh, so, let's just say, once again, Chuck has a review. We've actually been getting quite a lot of reviews lately. Um, it's definitely on the upswing. And we bloody love it. So, <laughs> how many times did I send you a screenshot of that review we got during the week, which was a, a lovely review? How many... Literally uh, sent it about... <laughs> Ten times to the same screenshot of the review. Yep. Think of it as a charity thing. Just you making someone feel happier about themselves, and it, that's Luke. But every, every five stars nah. is tax deductible. So we love it, and it's actually good because it. You know, I think the more reviews you get, the more popular podcast gets. Not that you would care, but we we care. So that'd be nice. Okay, every, if you did that, everyone says that, but is there any proof of that? Like, is it just like a podcast myth? Um. Who would know? Exactly. exactly. Who would know? Exactly. We've also had quite a lot. Now, listen, no one no one contacts me from Facebook. Everyone comes through the Instagram. So, we've had a very lovely message from Susanna, who has contacted us and has given us a little review and told us that we're good, um, which, which we won't well, get sick of hearing. <laughs> so, thanks, Susanna. Really appreciate that. Evie Stealing still on board. She's not like Warren Groom. She's sticking around. She's not like Sarah Thornton. She's not, a, she's not a blow in the wind. She's hanging around. So, thanks I, so much, Evie. I did actually receive an email from Warren Groom during the week. Yeah, I know. He's around. He, I think he sent me an email or sent us an email to the What's That About Inbox of a quite a funny uh, YouTube video of a man clapping in church in an extravagant fashion. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, always good to hear from Warren. I replied saying, excellent. Thanks, Warren. And then I said, hey, Warren, just quick side note. The broom in my house we call the Warren Broom. Just because I thought he would appreciate knowing that his name is caught on in my house. No reply from Warren. Come on, Warren. That's disappointing, Warren. (laughs) But you know what? He's always going to have a special place in my heart because he's the first guy that really reached out and... um, Acknowledged our existence. Acknowledged our existence. And that is priceless. (laughs) So thanks, Warren. Even though your communication has dropped off and I don't think you're even listening anymore... He's still around. So I was looking randomly. Anyone who's followed the Instagram probably knows. I was looking randomly at um, some photo website and they had really cheap mugs. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a what's WhatsApp about mug. And I posted it on Instagram. Maybe in the off chance someone would want one and go, hey, I want a mug, please. And Warren Garuma replies and goes, where's the link? And I said, oh, I don't think anyone's going to want one. Kind of plain coy. And he goes, yeah, good point. And that was the, <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> How's your business strategy, though? I'm going to post a mug, not saying it's for sale, hoping that people will ask to buy it. But if they do ask to buy it, I'm going to say it's not for sale because no one wants it. Yeah. (laughs) This is why Elon is where he is and where I am where I am. (laughs) Nah, but in all seriousness, no no one would want it. But I've got one and I had coffee in it this morning. Funniest coffee I've had in a while. It was really quite quite a delight (laughs) all right that's probably uh probably covers everything we'll uh we'll catch you next time thanks guys see you next episode